The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted, the familiar in our daily lives. For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels in life. My name is Dee Lee, and we have a special guest today, Lori Morum. Welcome, Lori. Hello. Nice to be back. Yeah, yeah, we had a, a lively discussion last time. Um, today we are discussing how to show up in your personal style. And this starts with getting to know yourself and being connected with your very essence and confident with who you are. When you create your own style, a unique style, this sets you apart from everyone else and it doesn't have to be an, have an expiration date. You know, fashion is different because fashion tends to have a, you know, trends and it ebbs and flows. It can take, you know, some trial and some error and actually to feel what you um, want to feel like. And and you can make mistakes. I mean, we don't call them mistakes. They're just um, experiences. And it's really a journey rather than a destination. The journey can help you know yourself better when you experiment and approach it from a fun attitude. You will radiate from within and will feel great as you reflect your core being into the outer world. As you share yourself with others, you leave an impression. This is like your fingerprint, your personal magical stamp of your essence. There is an old saying you have probably heard that goes something like, you can't be everything to everybody. And I really like this quote from Ralph Lauren. Style is very personal. It has nothing to do with fashion. Fashion is over quickly. Style is forever. It's taking a risk, trying something unexpected, and having fun with fashion, but always being true to yourself. And you can see that out there. You can see people that have that style, that they that something different. They, mm-hmm. They're wearing hats. They're wearing scarves. They're really colorful. Um, you see them. I mean, you, that's the thing. It's about visibility, right? They're not afraid to show the world who they are. Yeah, it's it's adding color to a drab potential. <laughs> Walking around, you know, just kind of long face and long self. You know, it's, yeah, it's a different... I think a lot of people try to be invisible. Yep. 
And how do you how you see yourself directly affects how you act and the results you create in your life. So it's not just out here, it's also from inside reflective. Each person has a unique self-perception. And further, there's ways of translating our inner landscape to the outer world. The ideal is to show up in the external world as completely aligned with your inner self and who you really are at your core. One way to see your alignment is to pay attention to your personal style as an expression of your inner self. And by being aware of your personal style, you can become aware of the discrepancies and even consequences of not having alignment between your inner and your outer worlds. So we're doing some study here and having some fun and exploring some of the the style dimensions in how to be more authentic and how to express and show up in the world. So one of the... I just want to talk a little bit about, you know, what I bring to the show today. So I am an acupuncturist. I do kind of a combination. I'm an unusual acupuncturist. And then I do cranial sacral, Reiki, and some Qigong, and, you know, whatever kind of comes to me. I'm very intuitive uh, as I work with people. I stay in the room for the full hour. And, and I work on realigning people, realigning their spirit, mental, emotional, and physical bodies so that they stay healthy, so that their physical body stays healthy. And as an aside, I teach Reiki classes so people can learn to heal themselves and others, and meditation and energy management classes from Training in Power. And um, that's a great organization, and I've been in it for, gosh, 16 years now, going on 16 years, because it works to help me to always work on my own alignment and my own assessment and uh, healing of myself because I believe we have to stay healed and healing ourselves mm-hmm. if we're to work with other people. Mm-hmm. That just makes sense. Yeah, and you've had quite a few uh, experiences with other, um, I mean, basically with our focus on being empowered uh, comes down to really a mindset and your mindset sounds like you're very educational and open. And as most people today are a bit more awake than we used to be and starting to look around and outside, I mean, that's when we're noticing, wow, that person's wearing a hat. How about that? And um, here in Seattle, it can be raining. (laughs) So there might be a color-matched umbrella, maybe. And as we look around at, outside of ourselves from a higher perspective, that's actually going to give us a better view, you know, from up above, higher rather than down in the, the trenches. And it can, it can also help us to see where we're headed. Yes. There's a quote by Cindy Ann Peterson. Um, Our nonverbal behavior, including posture, gives away our inner personality and reflects our inner attitude. Proper posture sends a positive message. Since 90% of all communication occurs through body language and how you carry yourself. So I can have someone walk in the door to my session treatment uh, room and I'll look at them and I can learn an incredible amount by how they hold themselves. Mm-hmm. how they are with themselves. Are they paying attention um, to their body and what I get from their body language vibrationally as well as the things that they say? It's, it's a, you know, everyone does that, but it's, it's unconscious. 
So I think it'd be interesting just to call attention to that, that we all do that. But wow, I mean, just start looking at people and just see all the stuff you can learn just by watching people. Yeah, it's like sitting in the airport or in a mall. Yeah. <laughs> Those are great places to do people watching. And as we go from within to the outside of ourselves with the intention of seeking a balanced reflex, reflective, it's really a, a combination of deep um, review of what's happening, understanding our inner self as um, what you observe and align with. And there are a lot of things that uh, can be distractive because they seem complex and mysterious. Some of those, you know, we tend to just kind of maybe leave alone because we don't want to go further. But when you go from the inside to the outside with an open heart and expression, it can give you a basis of a place to actually start. And down in history, there's been a lot of analytical material written about personality traits and theories. Um, our individual energies are uh, divided up into various components between our conscious and our unconscious levels. Your choice of style is really a language, and it can be helpful to have some moments of clarity and understanding. And as you go through this, you, you're likely to have some aha moments, which then that's where the clarity comes up. You might have a mo moment of epiphany. And it was as well with any language, there are standard elements to consider and define your, in defining your personal style. And it's really where you integrate this with your, your total being. When you discover this for yourself, it will make things easier for you to make choices because this also affects your life and not just your life itself, but also the confidence in what you buy and wear and identify with, um, also your feelings. And when you're feeling it, you know, in yourself, you can tell when someone is um, really feeling good about themselves. And this is where you're showing up on the outside with your best version of your inside self. And in that process, you're, you're balanced and synchronized with your authenticity. And You know what that it, reminds me of as you're talking is that whole thing when, you know, when we get dressed up. Like mm -hmm. there's a prom or something we go to or our wedding day or, you know, some event. And we take particular time and attention to what we wear. And we usually feel great that day, right? Mm -hmm. Why do we only do that once or twice, you know? Just interesting. Well, look at all the prep work, too. I mean, it's like this big event where you're <laughs> yeah. going to take time to go shopping and you go uh, talk about it. And when people talk about things like this, too, you know, there's a, a sense of just awe, you know, and, and I remember as a kid just loving to go and open up the uh, costume box, you know, it was, That's it would right. change all the time, you know, and, and new things yes. would show up. And my grand grandmother was great with uh, discovery things and she was sewing a lot. So she would make these wonderful outfits that. They always seem to grow with us. <laughs> oh, that's so you know? cool. What a gift. <laughs> so it was fun to explore that because you become the pot you you become the style that you're Absolutely thinking you about do. when you step into you that. You embody that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. see that my sister has, you know, grandchildren and she has one of those boxes and it's so fun, you know, when we're there for Thanksgiving or events. They'll get all dressed up and they'll come out and, you know, walk around us, you know, and they're just so happy and they just are 
embodying what we're talking about, that style, that, you know, I feel great about myself, and it's like, oh, why do we lose that? How do we lose that? Is that the style strut? (laughs) (laughs) It could be. (laughs) So John Fairchild (laughs) says, style is an expression of individualism mixed with charisma. Yeah, that's right. Fashion is something that comes after style. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't know that. You know, yeah. They look at the paper and they say, oh, I want one of those, one of those. And then they go try them on and they go, huh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of discovery. And, you know, with this also, there's a lot of flexibility and choice that you can, you know, really create your own personal style. I think probably more so now than it used to be. Um, there's a lot of style out there walking around. And you can come up with your own blueprint. Um, essentially your supportive presence by becoming more aware of the basics and choosing how you define and align your inner and outer being as the authentic you. It is important, though, to have fun and be honest with yourself as you explore all of the possibilities while understanding the different effects of conscious and unconscious choices. Because I think that's where some people operate in different realms, and you might forget that there's that unconscious part. And as the a muse, more we can I'm, become conscious, the better, that's for sure, because oh, then our choices are clear and we're coming from an authentic place. Exactly. And what are you aligning to? Right. As, as a muse, I'm always intrigued with words and their differing effects on each of us and how to describe your vibrational reaction to the exposure to images or other people's responses. You know, what inspires you or makes you react as a handful of words such as the word ladylike what does what image shows up Ooh. <laughs> what's that <laughs> sorry i used to get that all the time you know my mom telling me to you know be more like a lady sit more uh-huh. like a lady you know be more ladylike and it was like ooh, i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> Re- rebel rebel um right. modern what's the word modern come up with you know is that technology um it's it's like the combination of um, edgy. If someone's edgy, you know, they're kind of like sitting on their their um, seat of their chair, and they're kind of uh, you know not uh, coming at at the situation in a calm way. Uh, what or there are people a- that are out there really showing themselves, and they don't care, you know, with their pink hair and their purple hair and their spiky this and that. I think that's great. It's an yeah, expression. They- they show up as themselves, you know, and, and exactly. they still have a, a I mean, and, and it could be that if they felt like that was kind of a rebelling, that they would have people looking at them from that sense. Because if they're showing up as that's their authentic self, uh, I think people react differently. Oh, yeah. People get judgmental, don't they? Oh, definitely. Especially with image. Yeah. Seems like that's a trigger. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, yeah, the the classic look, how how that's been all the way through history. You know, I think some of that's still around, but you know, it really starts. You know, where do you start? And it's really a fun one to um, take a look in your closet. You know, you know, look at at you know the colors. You know, look at. Um, at what you tend to wear and the colors that you know 
jump out at you. Maybe you've organized your closet with, you know, everything in light colors and different styles. Possibly there's styles that either you were given as a gift that you just kind of poked in the back of your closet. Um, some people have 50 shoes. <laughs> Not sure where they put them all, but, you know, it's, um, it's really a sense of what is important. And, uh, and and whatever that means from your own personal style, embrace it and refine it and work with it. Because the more that you do that, uh, you're exploring yourself. And that's a great process. And as we're going from higher perspective, um, it's really looking at um, from the standpoint of how you see yourself also and then also it can come down to what do other people look at you like you know and we were just talking about that if you approach this as a discovery for yourself but also a style as being what you really are authentic in then essentially that alignment's going to be a lot clearer for yourself because that then radiates outside and so it's, it's well, and kind that's of, the whole point of all of this, really, is you know mm-hmm. we're we're talking about what seems like a real light, fluffy kind of subject, right? We're talking about clothes and having style and wearing hats and showing who you are, but it's it's really a way of showing us how we feel about ourselves. Mm-hmm. How confident are we? How how do we feel about ourselves? Do we want to really show up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do we want people to see us? It's 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 heavy, deep, and real. I mean, it's not just about wearing, you know, looking in our closet and you know, and seeing that we're only wearing navy blue. I mean, although that's that's a real indication, you know, right there that you're wanting to blend and not really show up. You're mm-hmm. just wanting to, you know, I don't know. What do you wear and want to do when you're all wearing navy blue all the time? I, I don't do that. So yeah, on <laughs> it's a boat, just kind of boring. I don't know. It's boring. Go yeah, on a boat? Did you say? Yeah, <laughs> go, <laughs> right. go floating around. Yeah, it's it's um yeah, and and in that terminology too or language, people have different imagery and they tend to slip into that. You know, and it's really it can become confusing because you're not really sure unless you're conscious and staying in the present moment. Um, really, where did you go? <laughs> It's yeah. some kind, you know, I mean, basically it's easy to slip in and out of that, too, if you're floating around and not really conscious during the day. So it's it's a good and idea to gonna... stay. Go ahead. Oh, to stay present. And no. it's going to change. I mean, there are going to be some days when you're going to be more flamboyant than other days. Other days you're just going to be in a, you know, a certain space and mood that, you know, you do want to just, you know, have functional clothes on and, and you know, go on about your business. Yeah. So it'll it's change. little change, and we're going to take a brief change and um, have a commercial, and we will be right back with our style. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. IntelliKey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. 
So what is human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellikey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellikey.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. Have you ever met a muse? Or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems, and we're talking with... Lori here, and the uh, we have a, a um, some research that's been done. And would you like to explore this a little bit? Because I think this is very important. It's it's a book written back in 1928, Dr. William Marston, and it's called Emotions of Normal People, which cracks me up actually. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of puts people in categories. Um, uh, ranging from high assertiveness to low assertiveness. And then um, uh, across it says low responsiveness on one side and high responsiveness on the other. And you kind of get to put yourself, read, you know, the various characteristics of each one. And I'm sure people have heard of this. There are four communication styles. Uh, Driver, fast-paced, impatient, decisive, goal-oriented, seeks control, Cool and competitive, that's the driver communication style. Then there's the influencer, fast-paced, outgoing and gregarious, stimulating, time management is unfocused. I'm sure we all know people like that. They're lovely and, anyway, spontaneous and off the top of the head. Involved, risk-taker, dramatic, opinions, and showy. They're the ones with the red hats and that kind of stuff, like our friend Shane, I think of. <laughs> Enthusiastic. <laughs> so that's the influencer. So that, they're in the high assertiveness uh, communication style. Now, the low assertiveness, but just as important, there's the compliant who has a conservative pace, facts and data oriented, time is very focused, put it in writing, show me type of attitude, Practice and, or sorry, precise and measured. Problem solving is comfortable. Ask questions for specifics. So you get to see, you know, about that person. Steady is the other one. Slower paced, friendly, supportive, first name based, 
great listener, counselor-like, easy questions, truly interested, sharing of personal feelings, relationship-oriented, and risk-avoiding. Now, I'm sure as you're hearing this, you're going to find, well, I'm part that and part this, and it's true. Uh, like for me, I feel like I'm part driver and part steady. I kind of have the combination of both. Um, and Dali, what do you say? Where are you? Um, I think I'm in the compliant and influencer combination. Yeah, we got That's it covered, it then, don't we? Yeah, it's like <laughs> diagonal. <laughs> <laughs> but it's helpful, I think, to find ourselves and to really, as a way of exploring who we are and how we show up, to look at you know communication styles and just say, yeah, that's right, I am more like that or I'm more like that. I think it's great. Well, it's a starting point um, to have it as a model. I mean, some people look at, at the astrological signs and say, I'm that. But really, that's it's right. a mixture. You know, we, yeah. we tend to gravitate towards something. We want to kind of blend with something or have someone else acknowledge our differences. And really, it's, it's stepping back a little bit and saying, well, you know, it's kind of, we're, we're kind of a mixture of a variety. And when we take that approach, um, what we're really wanting to do here is to move from the mediocre to what is best. You know, how are we going to show up in our best modeling of ourselves out here? And when we do this um, attitude shift... I think in thinking of it from a higher perspective is it's amazing how other best systems and can, and maybe um, choices can come up for us. And so it's really not going to just be one choice. It's, it's like it affects our whole self. Um, as we're going through this too, there's a lot of discrepancy between, you know, where you're wanting to go probably and where you want to, you're where you're starting with. And that's the areas that um, we call it healing. And so it's, it's one of those situations which everyone needs something to work on. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be boring. You know, we would be all the same or we would be wearing the same colors and there would be no difference. So we might as well just enjoy this process. And... As you're going through your uh, clients' um, care, uh, Lori, do you want to expand a little bit on some of your uh, experience? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. You know, when we talk about getting to know ourselves, um, I can't tell you how many people, and I'm thinking mainly women. I see mainly women. I, I, I don't specialize necessarily, but that's just who shows up. And they... You know, oftentimes are coming either from a, you know, a caregiver, you know, caretaker kind of um, personality type um, or high pressure, high, you know, intense job kind of stuff. And so when I ask them, like, well, what do you want in life? What do you want? They have no idea. Hmm. I mean, like, not a clue because they haven't asked themselves. They're so busy taking care of others. If they've raised children or if they teach, they're taking care of their students. Or if you're running a corporation, you're taking care of your employees and making sure of your shareholders, etc. You're so outwardly focused. And society has taught us as women to not really value the self that much, to always be giving, giving, giving. And so to start asking, well, who, who am I? 
and what do I want? And it can be a simple thing as, you know, what do I want to eat? Uh, where do I want a vacation? Do you just go along with other people? Or do you really have a sense of what, it, what do you need? What do you want? Good questions to ask and ponder. And as you're asking the questions, what happens? Silence at first. (laughs) (laughs) No one's ever asked me that before, or I've never really thought about it. And then they'll start talking, and they'll start talking in an animated way. And it's wonderful, because then their authentic self comes forward. No one's ever asked before, including themselves. They've never asked of themselves, what do I want? What do I want in life? What do I want this week? Who do I want to be in this moment, this week, tomorrow? Hmm. So maybe they need a hat every day to say, okay, this is who I am today. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> half a day. I think it's a great idea. (laughs) So it might be a good fun exercise to just throw open your closet doors and and say, okay, here's here's me. What how would in looking at the inventory of your closet, how would you describe yourself in terminology that others would understand or even yourself would understand? You know, what's in your closet? Is that that's um that can be all kinds of things. And um, what are the choice of how colors? How do I want to show up? Yeah, exactly. how do I want to show up today? You know, you know, I was explaining earlier how my grandmother had this uh, wonderful chest of just discovery materials and you know, fashion that she was, she was quite a sewer. And as a kid, I just loved going to her house because it was like a, a magic box of stories because they were all different they were colors they were personalities mm-hmm. and they were from different eras and she just pretty much pushed them all into this you know area for us to pull out <laughs> make a mouse you know have fun and uh it was just a lot of fun but it I felt think that in- very, it's interesting go ahead oh it's liberating <laughs> it is liberating that's a great word it's very liberating. I was going to say, you know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, fashion out there, as it's shown to us, or style, or various styles, are shown on these, you know, stick figure models, right? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's not real. And so a lot of times people have the belief system that, well, I can't wear that because I don't look like that. That'd look like crap on me or whatever. Um, and I, I have seen some tremendous style uh, displays out there on, you know, traditionally built women as, as the <laughs> ladies, number one ladies detective agency book talks about this woman who's traditionally built. <laughs> I love that term. <laughs> but, you know, it's true. I mean, you can see a lot of people out there of various sizes and shapes, you know, have, you know, will show their style and it doesn't matter mm-hmm. the shape they're in. And so we have to get over that judgment of ourselves of, I don't like myself. I think I'm ugly. Um, and then they keep going, you know, and, oh, this is too long, or this is too big, or this is blah, 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 blah. You know, I mean, really, boy, we spend a lot of energy on that. Yeah, and it takes a lot of time. And it also sets us up for um, not appreciating ourselves in a big way. 
because you know as we step into the the process it can feel like a construction zone and i don't know where you're located but essentially it's you know having construction zones around it can be quite um frustrating because you're trying to get from point a to b and keep getting moved around and if you're in, in taking a look at it from your own style perception um it can be quite an, a a uh, a journey and an adventure it depends upon how you approach it too and so um looking at it from you know the basic points you know each of us have a whole he- healing system within us already i don't know if you know that but it's it's really very very um helpful in the sense of uh, some of the understandings and also how the reflective can show up out here as to how you take care of your your inner system your healing system or even know about it and that's kind of the the multitude of energy work that that i believe you do isn't that with um you know your your systems of modality um going through the variety of different elements like you know when someone says i don't have anything to wear which i hear i've heard that quite a bit and you know that's that's like a belief um how do we recognize what a belief is and how do we deal with it i think it's it's telling you know when you say i don't have anything to wear and it, and it could mean that you know you have outgrown your closet <laughs> you have outgrown you know the clothes that you've been picking for yourself, and that's why it feels like, you know, I want to feel good today, and nothing in here will make me feel good. So, I mean, that's, that's you know, an area to explore and maybe go shopping and, you know, find a way that you can be in your body. Sometimes we leave our bodies when we shop, but when we can actually go and just, you know, find things that really will reflect who we are, because then we can be our best. We can feel good about ourselves and feel uh, worthy. It's so interesting. It all goes back to, you know, self-esteem and honoring ourselves. Um, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing. I, beliefs can be imposed on us by our parents. You know, you really should believe this about yourself. You really shouldn't outshine, you know, other people. You should really stay in the background. You know, all the shoulds that we get from our mothers, usually, you know, with regard to what we wear, our fathers really don't care that much. <laughs> But we get a lot of that, and that's generational. I mean, that's been coming down the pike for generations. And if we continue to not question that and just pass it along to our kids and their kids, etc., I think we're doing a disservice. So it's interesting how if you look at beliefs and how we got them to get to the point of choice, we can say, so when- no, this is what I believe now. So when you start with someone, do you dive into some of this area? I do. I do. I talk to people about beliefs. I talk about impositions. I talk about, do you really believe that now? Is that true? And I'll, I'll say that to them. You know, you might, you might just do that with yourself as an exercise from time to time. Is that true now? Ask yourself the question. When you have a belief, when you hear yourself thinking about a belief or spouting a certain belief, Ask yourself, is that true, really true, now? So what are the, some of the words? Because we just unconsciously take them. Yeah, what are some of the words that would come up someone could identify? Oh, that's, that's one of those beliefs. I could never do that. I hear that. 
I could never do that. And it's a common belief that puts, you know, up the, the bricks or the blocks or whatever obstacles so that you never take risks. I could never do that. Hmm. I'm not doing that. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that. And it could, you know, it has to do with diet or lifestyle change or something like that. Um, uh, what's another one? Um, I'm not like that. Because <laughs> then they're, they're I'm not seeing... a high risk taker. Mm-hmm. I'm they're not using, creative. Using words to try to describe themselves. Yes. Anytime there's a not, you know, I'm not this, <laughs> these pronouncements. Um, I'm not very smart. I can't really um, do math. I, I, I'm not really, I'm trying to think of another one. Um, I'm not very good at fill in the blank. It's like a declaration, isn't it? It is like a declaration, and it boxes them in. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, is that really true? This is what we're talking about. Is that really true? And they can start, and then, well, no, not really. <laughs> well, then you might want to stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and how would they know that if it was true? I mean, the word true kind of comes from almost like your gut feeling. Is that feeling, is that, is that your authentic self? I think there's a vibration to truth. And even when I say it, it's almost like I can hear the music, dun, 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 you know? (laughs) It's just like so dramatic. Is that really true? When you say that word, it's like it has its own vibration. Uh And people get it immediately. I don't have to explain it. They get it because they know deep in their heart that it is or isn't. So if someone's working with a a variety of words um that's another interesting exploration because words can mean so many different things to different people depending upon their experience and as someone not wanting to to have a good feeling about themselves um there are so many triggers that can put them into a different uh mode and some of the that travel to a different place in the reflective part, they might just be totally unconscious about. So it's it's a it's an interesting process until someone brings it up and puts it in the front of them and says, "What? That doesn't make any sense." You know, or and you're when sh- you're talking about the body, if the body doesn't really, you know understand sarcasm, for example, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't understand when you're joking. Um, it doesn't understand when you're using terms that um, are really cruel, that, you know, it just takes everything you say and think as fact and tries to get, you know, the energy tries to get into alignment with that. So if you're constantly telling yourself negative uh, making negative statements, you know, God, I'm ugly today. Oh, God, I'm fat. I'm, you know, the body is going to make sure that you are fat. You know, it's going to make sure that you have cravings <laughs> for sugar. I mean, it, it's it's like magic in a way. I mean, but it's all, it all has to do with vibration and energy. Yeah. So you have to really be careful what you think and what you say. Watch your language. And on that note, Watch we're going to take, take a quick short break and we will be right back.
Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Have you ever met a muse? Or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now, there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. IntelliKey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellikey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellikey.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 3469141 You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com Now back to this week's show Welcome back to Mighty Gems and Lori and I are having fun uh, discussing these different components and we were playing around with um, the ver- the word values and um, talking about what does that mean and so something that came up kind of interesting is how to approach values in our sense of how we look at a coupon so if you if you typically are a coupon gatherer for purchases and looking at things you might have an envelope full of coupons and maybe that's a highlight of shopping experience but there's another one that um, I played with from a Muse perspective, and that's permission coupons. So how would you approach that, Lori? Um, people are giving themselves you know, a permission coupon to have a higher sense of value for themselves. <laughs> I think that's funny. <laughs> that's what I think. Because <laughs> well, I think, you know, I love getting coupons. I love using coupons. I just get a charge out of it. My Norwegian background, I'm sure, I get a charge out of you know not having to spend as much money. So if I had a permission coupon, I think I would carry it in my pocket all the time and pull it out and look at it. <laughs> cool. I get to use this. Yay. <laughs> I have permission. It came out of my pocket. That's right. I have permission. Somebody says so, right? 
it is interesting to think about values, you know, and, and what is it that, that we value. Um, and I think of that in terms of how we live our lives. Um, how do we spend our time? You know, if we spend our time mostly with family, then that would be a high value. We value family in our life. If we spend a lot of time at work, obviously we value work. But is it a conscious choice or an unconscious choice? Because a lot of us tend to be unconscious about a lot of things. Um, How do we feel about our friends? We may really love our friends, but do we value them? Do we include them in our lives on a regular basis? And if not, why not? Do you just not think about it? Are you too busy? Do other people plan your time for you? It's just interesting. You know, what is it that we value? It's a great question to ask yourself. And some of it is really not a monetary value. I mean, it's a sense of joy. You know, how do, how do you relate to some of these other emotions, you know, when you look at and around how you spend your time? It's, you know, I think about from a healthcare perspective as well. So do you value your health? I can't tell you how many times I ask people, so, so how's your back pain or, you know, how are you doing today? And you could tell they hadn't asked themselves that for a week. <laughs> and I can see it on their faces. They think, oh, how, how is that? How is it? How is it? Is that what I came in for? You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Forget. But really, I mean, what are your choices for yourself? How do you value your health and longevity? If you're valuing your longevity, you'd eat really well. You wouldn't drink too much. So you would get enough sleep, get enough water. I mean, we know all the things to do to care for ourselves so that we live a long life. But most people don't make conscious choices to do that. And that has to do with valuing that, right? Yeah. And do they relate that to themselves? Yeah. We do know all this stuff, but it's it's real interesting how, you know, as a country, you know, we're we're down the list in terms of um, health and longevity, and we have you know way too much junk food in our diets and pop and you know all that stuff that's so bad for us. We know it's bad for us, and we do it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a teenager run amok. Yep. <laughs> That's the run amok part. They're not in the higher perspective. Well, that being aligned with our higher self is something that I I am really um, more and more liking to be in that space. I value that. I value that alignment with my higher self. And when I find myself there and holding that, I feel better. That Mm -hmm. is real clear to me. So, for example, for myself, I, you know, because I like to drink wine occasionally, and I've decided to take a month off of drinking wine at all and just, you know, reestablish my relationship (laughs) with wine. So it's a conscious choice and not, oh, sure, you know, kind of thing without thinking. Sure, I'll have a glass of wine or sure, whatever, you know. So it's just interesting. Interesting journey. Well, and... and because you're making the conscious choice, too, it, it's something where you're um, able to kind of pick through the different positives and negatives of that choice. You know, and, and that's part of, I think, what 
um, some people honor their own situation. I mean, do they really value? It comes back to valuing and honoring. And there is a, a, an area which has been described as self-talk. Could you um, tell us a little bit about your experience with that? Because I think that's fascinating. You know, how people don't think they talk to themselves and what kind of words <laughs> do they use and um, their conversations. Yeah, I, just, I mean, yeah. Can I just oh, do a Jimmy oof. Buffett quote, though, that fits perfectly with what you were saying? He, he has a song, I don't remember which one it is. He says, I treat my body, you treat your body like a temple, to his talking to his girlfriend, and I treat my body like a tent. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's perfect. <laughs> so, I mean, self-talk, right? Uh, that's pretty, that was back in the day for him. I'm sure he's different now. <laughs> he's grown some. Um, and... Um, the things that we, the rationalizations that we make on our choices um, is interesting to me. Like people that will um, go out and uh, buy all those things and have around in their house all those things that aren't good for them because they're going to uh, get healthier next month or they're going to eat whatever they want until... Um, February 15th, or, you know, I mean, it's interesting, the little games that we all play in order to satisfy that scared little one or the one that's not getting their needs met or whatever, it's, it's, a, it's a dangerous game for our health. So watch, watch what you say and how you rationalize and justify not reading the labels of the things you're buying um, not paying attention to exercise, you know, it, it makes us healthier and creates longevity so we can be around for our grandchildren, etc. Um, watch what you say and how you spin things because that happens in our heads to ourselves and it happens in, in what we say to others. Listen to yourself when you talk to others. What are you saying about yourself? Is it true? Ask yourself, is it the truth? Is that the truth, what I just said? Do you really believe that? Is that a value that I hold dear? Am I honoring myself in that statement? Because you deserve to honor yourself. And, you know, when you do that, you're being authentic with yourself, not just for somebody else. Is that a sense of um, a higher perspective? I mean, is there... Uh, just kind of a a process there that um, sometimes we just we have these gaps for uh, how something's going through. Um, you know, is it, are we authentic with ourselves? You know, are we conscious? And when you make those conscious choices, you know, where do you put them and relate to them? Um, how do you feel about them? And that emotional sense, how do, how do you deal with people that are too emotional? Or is there any such a thing? I was going to say, is there any such a thing? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting, you know, hearing, I was listening a little bit to the show before this, Greg Braden was on talking about awakening and how the world is awakening, and he has, he's optimistic because he sees more people uh, awakening, and that's it is really important, and I see that as well. And and you know we we agree on that. And to be evolving and awakened means being conscious. 
And so today we were talking about style and having your own style, and look how much that brings up. It's mm-hmm. really interesting. It's, it brings up all that healing that we have to do on the inside in order to show that on the outside, in order to show up in the world. How do we want to show up in the world? How can we evolve as a culture, as a society? It's through all these things. Being willing, being open to work on yourself and catch yourself in your languaging and catch yourself in, in you know, questioning your beliefs. I love that bumper sticker, question authority, right? Mm-hmm. Well, question your own authority, question your own beliefs. You know, which ones do I have? Make a list if, you, if you're a list person, you know, in one of those personality styles. Make a list. What, what do I believe? What do I believe about myself? What do I believe about the world? It'll be very telling. And it's, it's kind of how you become conscious, is getting to know yourself. That's what I told one of my clients recently. Go home and, you know, start, start rediscovering yourself. Who are you? Who it's really exciting, are you? actually. It's That's like right. a whole, you're a mighty gem. Uh, yeah, you're a mighty gem. You're, you're, you have a whole value. You have all of this wonderful exploration. It's, it's discovery. It's investigative um, mystery <laughs> you have a lot of mystery in yourself and you know one of the the other areas that we touched upon just briefly had to do with spirituality you know it's it's one of those other areas that is kind of an unknown to a lot of people but it's really giving a sense of higher perception to and value and being open to consciously change is really a basic mindset and so as you're getting more creative and in designing your best out there, um, whenever you make a choice, ask yourself, you know, is this my choice for the best of what I can do? Interestingly about clutter, you know, this is clutter on the inside as well. I mean, it's a matter of really taking time to look, be, you know, open your eyes and look around at the clutter um, what clutter is sometimes a gift for other people, you know. So it's really um, does what you have around you really make you feel good? And um, sometimes there are ways to, if you talk to someone that helps to clear clutter, um, some people are professionals at it, you know, and they can come around and there's feng shui and um, organization that organizers that can help. Um, and so, do you have one insight, that, um, Lori, that you would want to share that could actually be a, a good starting point on embarking on a journey of discovery, their best personal style? Meditation. I would encourage people to sit and allow the light in and allow that they are a spark of God and ask for assistance in being the best spark that they can possibly be. Sparkling. (laughs) (laughs) And a couple of um, links here to share. Lori, your email is lori, L-A-U-R-I-E dot marum, M-A-R-U-M at gmail.com. Is that right? That's correct. And your website is www.lorimarum.com, L-A-U-R-I-E marum, M-A-R-U-M dot com. And thank you so much for joining us today on our Discovering Our Personal Style. You've added a lot of depth of understanding. And as a mighty thank gem, you. you know, we're out there exploring these different 
journeys and we have different perceptions of value and it's it's always very interesting as we go on this discovery mode and buddha said the trouble is you think you have time well we suggest that you start now because it is quite a journey and as we connect to ourselves to nature and others with one insight one choice and one action we can broaden our prospecting arena and can go up and above and beyond where we ever believed we could go and grow. Be careful what you believe. Join us next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great weekend and journey with the Mighty Jump. Thank you for joining D. Lee for Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week.